All right, here we go. Hello, this is Eating After Midnight, a podcast where me and my best friend Amy reheat movies from our childhoods to see if the leftovers have retained their flavor or leave a bad taste in our mouths. It's also about how these movies influenced, inspired, and shaped us. Whether the ideas they cooked up, fed, and nourished our bodies and minds or just rotted our teeth and clogged our mental arteries. Amy and I don't have any real cred as critics, but we do have a genuine love of movies as well as a beautiful friendship that spans 20 five years <laughs> hi Sasha how are you today I'm good I'm good I'm really looking forward to doing this get your feelings on we're reviewing Flashdance 1983 Adrian Lynn Jennifer Beals it's happening today Flashdance oh what a feeling I am coming up she feel believing Okay, so there's so so much good shit to talk about this movie. My mother and my stepmother are very, who are both listeners. Really? Yeah. (laughs) Both of them were just super excited that we're doing Flashdance. They were like, ooh, Flashdance. Eyes lit up. I mean, wasn't it like top of the box office for like, 10 solid weeks or something like it did it was like big fat greek wedding it was like they didn't expect it to do well and then it did amazingly well i don't remember seeing it in the theaters but i also don't remember never not seeing it (laughs) i feel you know I i feel like flash dance was some kind of constant in my life and the like, oh, what a feeling! Like you can see how much Flashdance influenced me by my collection of no less than I think I have fifteen pairs of leg warmers and at least four sweatshirts that have the necks cut out, and I wear them regularly. <laughs> Brilliant! I teach fitness, like I, you know what I mean. Like I don't play games. Like I love that look. See, it works ret- for me. In retrospect, this movie is defining for you, but you didn't know until you rewatched yeah. it. Yeah. It was like, yeah. Like I didn't wow. have like, yeah, like a mind blowing experience while watching it, but it formed and shaped me. Like I also remember when I was living in Montreal and I didn't have a car and I was blowing glass like 40 day, 40 hours a week. Like it was, that was my day job. But then I was taking dance classes at night and I rode a bike. Ooh. I'd never felt, I'd never felt more Alex Owens in my life. And it was just, I was into it. I'd ride my bike with my leg warmers on and I'd have my like, crusty clothes from the glass blowing shop and I'd ride real quick to the dance studio and change, dance Ooh. it out. So you lived Oh it was awesome. Oh you yeah. You lived flash dance. You actually I lived, lived it. it. <laughs> yeah. In truth, they just went forward in time and stole my life. Well Sasha, not to blow your mind, this movie's based on a real story. I I, I did see that. I did see just that. Just like yeah. Footloose Flash Dance is based on um, the memoirs of welder turned dancer Marine Martyr. I know that she has copyright. I know that she has copyright on on, on part of the story. I also know that she tried to sue J-Lo. Yeah. Okay. So number one, (laughs) it's loosely based on the life of this woman, Marine Martyr. Hopefully I'm saying that correctly. Um, she got a check for $2,300 for this. 
and the movie later grossed $150 million. They dicked a bunch of women on this film yes. like that. Yes, because the other person, uh, and, and we're going to be, oh yeah, I've got her name here, Maureen uh, Jahan or Maureen Ahan, I don't know how to say her name Someone, properly. dear listeners, someone email us and let us know how to properly <laughs> pronounce her name. I know, we want to give um, her credit yeah. because, because she Ooh, is yeah, we do. the body double. And she did all the dancing, basically, except for... Except um, for exactly. the dancing she didn't. And we'll talk about that dancing yeah. soon enough. But, anyway, um, she, yeah, she dude, did they it. did her so dirty. And they didn't, they didn't put her in the credits. They didn't put her in the credits because, because they said they needed to keep the credit shorter, but they credited Bullshit. the damn dog. Bullshit. They credited the dog, but well, not the woman who did all of the dancing. So wrong. So well, wrong. They kept her out. Because they didn't want to ruin the illusion. They like didn't that, think that wig would ruin the illusion. They didn't think the fact that she was white would ruin the illusion. They didn't think any of those things would ruin the illusion. That that look anyway. We're anyway. gonna we're gonna get to it, but Lord of Mercy, yeah. I want to know just how bad Jennifer Beals of, is as a dancer. Somewhere there has to be some footage of Jennifer Beals dancing, and I want to see just how bad of a dancer she is that they couldn't do actually one single shot that didn't comprise her body and face simultaneously because there isn't one <laughs> there isn't one you know she she even turned down dancing with the stars they came at her they were like oh yeah flash dance come be on our show and she was like you couldn't back a truck of money up to my front door i read about and that get me right? to do that show i, I would that. not do that so let's jump into oh i get to say my my nostalgic moment i forgot mm, yeah and my nostalgic moment is so good. This was not the movie that I watched a zillion times. Dirty Dancing was that movie. Mm-hmm. But I did watch this. And, and I think one of the reasons was because this was a little bit more too mature for us. But I watched it anyway because my mom didn't care at all. If she wanted to watch a movie, we were going to watch the movie. You know, it, it could be uh-huh. scary. It could be over-sexualized. It could be anything. My mother would be just like, whatever. You know, I'm part of... <laughs> I'm part of the me generation. She loves movies. <laughs> so she just was, she just watched it. So I don't remember when I saw it, but I, I did it, definitely didn't see it in the movie theater. But I was so inspired by this movie. I know I did love it because somewhere in the world there exists a video cassette of me dressed in a like poofy, black and white dress like a black and white party dress little girl black and white party dress that came up to my neck and went right past my knees and like poofed out Mm -hmm. and I am dancing to oh what a feeling and it is not little girlish it is me (laughs) like, (laughs) like like throwing my head back and like touching my head in essential poses. Oh and, my like, god. <laughs> my eyes. And I had no idea what I was doing. And if if I, listeners are listeners because we actually Hi. do have listeners right now. Sasha, congratulations. Oh my god, listeners. that's crazy. Listeners, if Hi I guys. Can, if I can get my mother to go through her video cassettes which she still has and she can find it. I was going to say that somewhere in the world is not far from where I'm sitting right now. I know exactly where that case exactly. is. Exactly. <laughs> like that cassette is. And, and we get, we'll, we'll, we'll try to do the work to digitize it because it, it's the whole song. It's a music wow. video that I made 
in in wow. at the time um amazing that I grew up in in the San Fernando Valley and I couldn't be older than six or seven wow and I am dancing it up like turning like climbing on chairs and like you know turning my head sensually to the left and looking down like I oh yeah all of it oh yeah the head roll hip roll thing oh yeah that was the move of it what did you think about it as a kid like do you remember like the impression that it put on you at all like all I remember is that I dancing 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 movie dancing movie I don't remember anything I just know that this exists and I know that my you know father and my mother I don't know who was holding the camera but I dare say that I was it's you know not to celebrate it 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 is kind of (laughs) sexy like it was like a little yeah yeah being sexy or or well that's kind of what this whole movie that's that's kind of what this whole movie is and the thing is is like I I loved it because it was a dancing movie right and I, I always knew that it was racy and probably something that I shouldn't necessarily be absorbing. And I also kind of always knew that there was something slightly off about their relationship. And it wasn't really until this watch that I fully grasped this very weird line between like innocent child and sex hungry, bewitching enchantress that they were going for with Alex. It's a it's a weird it's a weird line that they rode with her. I can't imagine yeah. like I can't imagine my I've got a girlfriend here in Wales and she's got two little girls and one of them's five. That means like in two years she would have a seen this film, which no way I would like, you know, let this little girl see this film. And hell no. B, oh my god, hell no. Let alone <laughs> let alone see it. But like then dance to it. Now, mind you, I t- I'm telling you that I was dancing in this like sensual way, but I was wearing right. this like party dress. So, right. So right. Yeah. That that was very little girlish. So it, it was. I mean, it would have been weird if you were in the like high cut. Yeah. You know, leotard that comes up to your armpit to try to make your leg look like it's five times longer than it is. But like, of, you know, of course, I just that would have been really creepy. I yeah. don't want my parents to listen to this and, and feel bad. <laughs> <laughs> so someone like retroactively call CPS on them? No. Yeah. They finally made an Alex Owens Barbie. So, I mean, it's recognized that she's beloved by by little girls everywhere. So, Oh, if anybody wants to gift me that, that would be really nice. My birthday is Are August you already 17. hinting to all 20 of our listeners? Be like, if you want to send gifts, well, considering that- DM us for an address. Considering- <laughs> Considering that six of them I'm probably related to. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I'm, I, I'm, yeah. I'm giving, giving Fair enough. subtle hints out. Fair enough. Um, you got a birthday coming and Mother's Day. You yeah. know, why I'm not? Like, why not I'm an like, Alex Owens Barbie? Mother's Day in the UK was in March. So my first Mother's oh. Day officially was spent in quarantine. I did not. Whatever. Well, your next Mother's Day, your American Mother's Day likely will be as well. But that doesn't mean that you shouldn't be sent an Alex Owens Barbie. all right girl so let's let's jump into it now the title frame i don't i don't really get i don't really get the title frame how it swipes across the screen it doesn't make me think dance it makes me think pirate movie for some reason it's just not doing it for me at all it's very strange just just to say that real quick 
yeah. It was very 1980s, but it's a very like serious music is yeah. playing. And, and yeah, it's, it's you know, it, 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 the drama begins when Flash right. Dance swipes across. Right. <laughs> right. So then, okay. And then like we're going through the credits and we're looking all at all Pittsburgh. I'm like stoked as soon as I see the name Giorgio Moroder as I'm reminded that he did the soundtrack because any soundtrack touched by Giorgio Moroder is going to be Okay, I recognize the name, but what else did he do? Giorgio Moroder. Okay, just on set for soundtracks alone. Um, he's like the god, like the Italo disco god. Scarface, Midnight Express. He did The NeverEnding Story. He did American Gigolo. Foxes, Beverly Hills Cop 2. And then he did tons of work with Donna Summer. He's got his own body of work. He's extremely prolific and his music is fucking, it's the tits. It's the tits. I will say that one of the reasons they reckon this film did so well was because it was maybe one of the first films in the MTV generation that was kind of had that music element. So the soundtrack was, was doing so well because the soundtrack's awesome. And mm-hmm. people, um, MTV was on, right? So they had videos from the songs that had clips of the film. And it was kind of the first time that that had happened. Right. And I believe that that was one of the things that drove box office success. Uh, you bet. Cause that the soundtrack is perfect. It's, it's perfect. Banging. So it's we banging. see, yeah, it's banging. So then we finally see Alex. I, uh, I have to tell you this. So Peter, uh, I watched this with my partner, Peter and uh, you know, it's beautiful how it happens at the beginning. Sparks are flying everywhere. And then mm-hmm. and then the aha moment, of course, they lift up the mask and you see Jennifer Beals for the first time. And I remarked, and I and I still stand by this, that she's just one of the most beautiful women, I think, that mm-hmm. has ever existed. I just have always thought Jennifer Beals, her and Michelle Pfeiffer, those two, for me, have always been so gorgeous. So I say this to my partner. I say, Jennifer Beals, isn't she beautiful? And his response <laughs> is that she looks like the karate kid. And now I can't. At stand some up point, and look at I thought her. she was the spitting image of the kid on Stranger Things. I'm kind of with Pete on this. I can't that's, and that's not now. to say that I don't. That's not to say that I don't think Jennifer Beals is stunning because she is. But at some point I was like, yeah, she does look like that little boy on Stranger Things right here. That's interesting. Yeah. Oh my God, I'm dying. (laughs) (laughs) And I can see it. And now I can see it. And now I can't unsee it. It's one of those Yeah, it's going to be hard to unsee. So we go from the the steel mill to her night gig. Because the girl never takes a break, right? We go straight from work to her night gig, which is exactly what I described. Get in your dusty clothes and get on your bike and you ride so you can go dance it out. And we get to a bar called Mobby's. Mobby's. Mobby's, A working man's bar in the heart of Pittsburgh that caters to gentlemen who weld, build, sweat, and toil for a living. And I think it's really awesome that this working class corner of Pittsburgh has a bar like Mobby's that hosts a cabaret to interpretive, not so exotic dance. <laughs> not so exotic dance is exactly interpretive, interpretive, it's... not so exotic dance. It is so strange what's going on in this club. Sasha, that's it's exact... a bunch of dudes. That's the exact note. Pounding Bud Light and stripping chicken wings like savages watching girls do interpretive not so exotic dance 
I exactly wrote not so exotic dance. Not, not so exotic exactly, dance. Like yeah. in quotes. Oh my days. Well, of course, you know, the first dance happens and it is the the iconic dance of her splashing mm-hmm. splashing the the water on herself. Which hilariously, these guys are just there to blow off some steam after work, okay? And when she dumps that bucket, there's like a whole table of like big burly dudes playing poker and they're like, ah, what's with this water? Like they're just not even like, <laughs> interested in the fact that like, it's just this ostensibly gorgeous girl dancing in front of them. But we know, we know immediately, pretty immediately that this is not, I mean, if you have an eye for body at all, we know that this is immediately not, not Jennifer Beale's body. Immediately from the shape of the calves, from the shapes of the knees, like as soon as it went to backlight and you couldn't see her face, I was like, wait, just one second. As soon as like she came out of her bizarre suit, the clothing rack magically appeared, the suit magically disappeared and she's in this little weird dress. As soon as that dress comes off and you can no longer see her face completely, just from the shape of the legs alone, I'm like, that body is the body of a Twinkie queen from Drag Race. And I knew it immediately that that was a dude dancing. Immediately. Yeah, there was yeah. no doubt in my mind. I, I did not know What's that. his name? Crazy legs. Crazy legs. Crazy, crazy legs. Yeah. So yeah, and, crazy and, legs. And he's he's in the film later on when they're when they're break dancing in the street. They're doing the cool break dancing in the street. He's one of the break dancers. Um, oh, along- really? Yeah, yeah. So he's actually in the film Sick. as one of the break dancers, um, along with what? What are the other two called? Mister Freeze and Frosty Freeze. Which I mean, break dancer names. We got to bring that back. Like love, I love the innocence oh. of the eighties. I love oh. the innocence of the eighties. Yeah, we have to say though before Sasha is hmm. the dancing is awesome. Like I mean, that's oh no, the, the dancing is great. Like straight off, oh, no, the dancing like, is solid. The dancing is so good. And I'm not like, mad at it. I'm just, I'm just mad at like, God, their body doubling was just not very good. It the was one, crazy. The one later on. It's it you know when like I actually kept on looking to see which one of the dancers it was because she's not the only one who dances. There's a, a couple other women who dance. Well, yeah, crazy legs. Um, no, no, like like the actual women dancers, like the uh-huh. her, her, the other employees. Um, yes, and um, there was one, the one with the black and white. Uh, you know the black and white checker ones, the tech one. Uh huh. And. I kept on rewinding it to trying to be like, which dancer is that? Which dancer is it? Because that was supposed know, to be her. It's her. Isn't it? It's supposed to be her. It's not her. Yeah, it's supposed like, to be her, but it's not. Like, that's a dude. That's and, that's crazy legs. And they did That's for sure so crazy legs. They did what what they did is they do show her face a lot, but they have so much makeup on that And you so know, much strep. I wonder when we get to that scene, I, I had to wonder when we did that when they got that scene, did they give like an epilepsy warning to the audience in the theaters? Because like that would <laughs> fuck a fool up. So it almost messed me up just watching it in the dark on this on the TV. I was like, damn, that's really like aggressive. But anyway. All right. So also in this club, yes, we meet Jeannie, yep. her best friend, figure skater. Yep. And then her her Jeannie's boyfriend uh, slash boy- short order cook, Richie. Richie, who's a air quotes comedian. Um, well, well, yeah, who thing. tells, yeah. The thing is, is that we've got all these, it's 
So Alex wants to be a dancer, but everyone's got has, a dream. Everyone's got a dream. Yeah. Everybody's got a dream. Everyone's so, got a dream. So Although dream. Richie, Richie might want to re-examine his dream because he is just, he's terribly not funny. That terrible gross joke, like he sticks his tongue out. And now yeah. I am going to say the tongue wasn't, I wasn't mad at the tongue. It, it looked like he might have had some skill, but the joke that went along with it, like, mm, what's this? Yeah. It's a lesbian with a heart on just gross. And then yeah, just yeah. nothing but like Polak jokes until he said that one thing. And I don't know if someone else said this about like, this place is so small, you have to go outside to change your mind. <laughs> you know, <laughs> that I was like, well, that, that's that. Yeah. I was like that, that gets, that's a little weight to it, a little bit of weight, but he's just otherwise just so goofy and dorky. Um, but, but a solid dude, a solid, no, no, a, he, a solid, nice guy. You know, we get that he's harmless. Well, you know, just I, a little, yeah, the, dingy, the, the lesbian you know? joke is just so wrong. Yeah. It's so incorrect. Right. Um, we don't even right. have to talk about why it's yeah. incorrect. Um, and, yeah. and we don't even have to acknowledge really how this was a time in film where you could say a just fucked up joke about lesbians like that and get away with it. It would not fly today. It shouldn't have flown then. Oh, so who else do we meet? We meet in the, uh, oh wait, we meet in the dressing room. We meet her, her coworkers. We meet, we meet. Uh, um, Penny from Dirty Dancing. Penny. Mm-hmm. Penny, Penny from, from Dirty, Dirty Dancing. Dancing. And, she, and she's meet. Tina. Yep. Tina and all the other, well, yeah, we, we meet all of her other um, dance coworkers. Everyone gets to speak and here it begins. Everyone gets to speak, but her black coworker, does she have a name? BT dubs? Yes. That's what Hills. is it and when did they say it? That's Hills. That's Hills. And maybe they never say it, but she does have a necklace later on in the film that says Hills. She's branded. That's how we get to find out what her name is. Because no, I don't uh, recall anyone ever calling her by her name. And if they did, I obviously didn't recognize it because she's named after an object. Um, you know, she's a landmass. She's she doesn't have like an actual name. And everyone gets to speak in this scene, but my sister friend, who I now know is named Hills, all she gets to do is sit there and go down on a banana. <laughs> she gets her kind of later. She gets her this is where it begins. Later. No, she is basically, except for being light skinned, she is depicted pure Jezebel. She is pure, hypersexualized, aggressive black woman. She gets no personality other than that. And it like irritated the living shit out of me. I yes. Think later on, she has personality. She's. In, the I personality of a hypersexualized aggressive black woman no she's yes more, i see i didn't see it since that i sensed she was like down to earth in my oh opinion. we'll get to that part that's not it. down nope nope I didn't we will that. get to that Mm-mm. she just was like no call him all right well we'll we'll get there sasha all right yeah. so so um, of course the the main thing that happens in this first one though is her pervy boss is there to watch her Ew. Ew. Yes. Sexual harassment bill. Seriously, Sexual girl could have bill. bought the building that the Pittsburgh Dance Company was in for that HR violation. Like, how is he her boss? Like, sitting up there just drooling over here, over her so, so nasty. Yep. So yep, yep. fucking nasty. He, Nick needed, needed to take a page from those old dudes that were like, we're just trying to play cards. Like, he needed to not be drooling over her like that. So creepy. He is like 90 years old, but in actuality, he is 38 years old, which is not a big deal. I'm 41, so no no problem with I a 38-year-old, yeah. except for the fact that Jennifer Beals was 19. Eight, uh, 18? I thought she was supposed to be 18. 
in this thing. She may have supposed to be like her, her age. Alice she was, was 18, but Jennifer Beals herself is 19. She was 19 yeah. years old. So she was literally mm-hmm. half of his age. Initially, she's like, nope, nope. Oh, I love it. I love every time nope. she shuts him and, down. And it's, Which is it's also sexy on this watch. The thing is, though, for me, like, it's it's sexy in the fact that, like, she just doesn't give a fuck. She's like, I'm about my business. You're my boss. I'm not interested. Fuck off. And, like, yeah. that's what kind of confused me, actually, in this watch later on. Because, of course, as a kid watching this, I just accepted that he was her love interest. And, obviously, she's interested in him because he's interested in her. And that should be enough. But yeah. on this watch, she shuts him down so efficiently I never got any kind of chemistry off of her towards him, even yeah, all the way up until the point where they actually hook up. I'm like, she's not interested in you, dude. She's not interested. Back off, creepo. She don't the like you. The only reason like she, she gets interested is because he saves her and, and he proves himself. And I, and I, I get it. And because ultimately, he doesn't you know, save her. Richie saves her. He I steps think, in, he steps in, in and he yeah, we'll get to that. that. Yeah. Look, to be honest, other than the fact that he's too old for her and that he is sexually harassing her as her boss, like, <laughs> you know, yeah. which, which mind you, like, God, I don't want to say it, it's, it's acceptable back then. Like it wasn't a creepy thing. Like he's not a bad character. It's just now it's kind of like, why did he have to we recognize it's like massively, yeah. massively why inappropriate. Did he have to be so um, old? I really dig the way that she says no to him numerous times. I mean, I mean, there's a lesson that I should have learned, but anyway, <laughs> right? I wish I'd picked up that part of this movie and exactly. not the other parts. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah. I mean, okay. that's that's the part little girls need to pay attention to. Little girls, when you watch this movie, pay attention to this part, not the lobster eating scene. This part, this oh, is what you need to learn. And she's fearless with it. She's not yeah. apologetic with it. Nope. She doesn't try to justify it. She's just like, I don't date the boss. Sorry, no, not happening. Late. Late. Thanks. Bye. Yeah. I I love it. We have like a brief little moment of her watching some ballet on the television in her fucking sick ass apartment where we like, we also got to meet her like super adorable dog front who like is this beautiful mastiff. I don't know how she affords to feed, but like he's beautiful. Grunt, if we can just say, is one of the best dog names like in a minute, like Grunt is great. He's He's so beautiful, so cute. I love him, not as cute as you, Squiggy. Yes, I know he's looking at me because he knows I'm talking about another dog. He's not as Um, cute as Tonka, but he's he's up there. He's a strong boy. He's a strong boy, he's muscular. Sorry, Grunt deserves a lot of time. So we get to see her hang out in her, her sick warehouse apartment with a bunch of abandoned dress forms um, in her <laughs> chic little Miss Havisham set, set up living room with like the weird old dingy couches and, and you know, reclining chairs and the giant you television. She watches some ballet we see with her giant shoebox size remote later on <laughs> we try to play it off like it is really cheap and like it is yeah. really shitty and you really live here like, uh it's kind of like yeah that's like yeah and i'm on the waiting thing. list when she moves out dude yeah she really lives here and i'm praying for when she moves or dies anyway so our, yeah, if we move maniac. on from that to maniac now maniac one of the more iconic dance movements yep. Yep. Uh, dance scenes uh, in, in film. In uh, they're, they're, I mean, the running in place thing is just like, that's that's it. Like, every, you see that and 
you know it's flash dance. You don't even need music. You hear do 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 do, and you know it's flash dance. You know now. What is a little known fact is that the song Maniac was originally used in a 1980 horror film by the same title, Maniac. And the original lyrics for Maniac in the 1980 horror film of the same title is, he's a maniac, maniac, that's for sure. He will kill your cat and nail him to the door. And that just clearly wasn't going to work for this romantic dance romp of a film. So they had to change the lyrics. And that is how they came to she's a maniac. She's a maniac on the floor. And she's dancing like she's never danced before. Those were the original lyrics. Oh, my God. You know what? That is going on my Halloween soundtrack. He will kill your cat and nail him to i'm only gonna sing that now i'm only gonna sing that if i ever ever hear the song how can you sing anything else he will kill your cat and nail him to the door and now i really want to see maniac because is it about a cat killer that actually nails cats to the door oh i can't i really hope not i really hope not i I just want to know i don't want to watch it i just want to know i just want to read the back of the box i can't watch movies where where animals no no i can't no don't don't hurt animals don't hurt animals that's that's against the rules actually that's the thing i can i can watch it if an animal dies though i don't like it but if an animal gets like hurt by somebody like if they if they whip a dog i watched something oh, where they stop hit, it they hit a dog and i was just like now okay. no, can't watch this film anymore it's it's too much it's too much for my heart sasha i can't handle it uh, so homegirl um, tapes up these feet gets on her leg warmers and works herself the fuck out to the point where she has got butt sweat do you know how hard you have to work till you have got butt sweat and i don't mean like at the top of your crack i mean like your actual cheeks beating up with sweat like you are a maniac no shit if you are working yourself up to the point where you have butt sweat I think what's great about this movie is it has those moments with Alex where you just see like they're quiet and it's just her and like so much is going on behind Jennifer Beale's eyes because she because Alex is cool because she's not a super talkative character. She does have some monologues in this, but she a lot of it is just she's a determined young woman who's got a dream and and how she's trying to process um, and, and what she says later on in like the confessional when we get there, of course, you know, she just wants so much and I so, much. so yeah. identify with that. Like, I so mm-hmm. wish I would have watched this when I was 19 again, you know what I mean? And, yeah. I, I wish I had, had watched feeling. this a whole bunch through junior high yeah. and through high school and just picked up on her determination, like her just yes. fierce resolve yes. and determination, even though she's afraid. Even, Even though she's, she's afraid, afraid of yeah. rejection and she's afraid of not being enough. It was just when I watched it now and, and it, I mean, it, it was really moving. And I just thought back of when I was 19 or even when I was 25 and God, even last week. And 32. Just this, 32. Yeah. Seriously. Of, of just like yeah. that feeling of wanting something so much and, and being afraid it won't happen. And, and like, I think that that's one of the reasons this movie is so good. Um, it's beautiful, Amy. It's beautiful. It's a great movie. <laughs> Shit. Shit. Flashdance. You got to me 25 years later. Um, she then goes to the conservatory, of course, to audition. Um, but her nerves get to her, so she doesn't apply. 
Yeah. Um, then we meet Hannah, and it never says really what their relationship like who Hannah is, is. like yeah. long, lifelong friend, mentor, person. That's not, yeah, that's never really established. We just know that Hannah is the person who has introduced her to dance and has pretty much pushed her to dance and pushed her to follow her dreams. Um, Alex is very, very trusting of the city of Pittsburgh or Pittsburgh is just an absolute Shangri-La because that bitch never locks her bike. <laughs> she just props that shit up against wherever she's going. We get, we meet Johnny C now, the owner of Zanzibar. Ew, Mr. Body. Mr. Body. Yeah. Or Mr. Or, or leaving the, the, isn't he the lead singer of Fear? I don't know. Uh, yes, yeah, yes, I think he is. He is. He's a lead singer I, I don't right know now. if he's the lead singer, but he's a member of Fear. I'm not, that. I'm not yeah. cool enough to yeah. even know who Fear is. So they were, they were like a punk band in the 80s and they like tore up SNL once. And um, then, yeah, and then they, they do laundry and I'll just jump. They do laundry. We'll go back to laundry in a second. But like he says something so fucked up where I'm like, Jesus, like I just thought it was so like strong for an 80s movie. So they do laundry. He comes, they come out. He tries to pick them up. They're like, fuck off. They get in the car and he says, he tries to pick them up again. And she leans out the window, Alex, and says this thing to him about like this comment about the smallest penis on record being like an inch and a half or less or something like that, which is like a, you know, whatever thing to say. And then he responds with, you know, you guys really are a couple of cunts. And I was just like, fuck, that was the sea bomb. Sea yeah. bombs in 1983, like that's pretty strong, <laughs> fucking strong right out of the gate. Johnny C, Johnny C, Johnny C, you fucking cunt. Ugh. Jesus Christ, like wow, man, chill out. So when oh, Alex chick. and Jeannie did their laundry, I thought about the days when we used to do our laundry. Oh, I immediately, I well, except for the fact that Jeannie is in heels, which I thought was hilarious. <laughs> um, yeah, she's in little heels, which is hysterical to me. But yeah, I immediately thought about when we used to go to the laundromat. And then I also thought about the time that you and I went to the laundromat. And if you recall, like you dated a whole bunch when we were roommates. We were like in our late teens, early 20s. I did not. And I rarely ever got picked up on in public. And I remember this time that you and I went to go do laundry. And some creep dude rolled up on me and tried to pick up on me. And his lead-in pickup line was, is she your daughter? <laughs> At some point, y'all will see a picture of us together on Instagram, and you will understand how it makes absolutely no fucking sense to think that Amy could be my daughter, aside from the fact that we're the same fucking age. Well, I am like do you remember your that? size. Do you remember that? I do. I remember it as you told Mama. Oh, my God. <laughs> fuck. Mama, the next the scene is about when... The dancers are working out, and I guess we're going to have. Oh my god! Here. The workout montage. The, the workout work- montage is possibly some of the best few minutes in an eighty movies ever, and it's really, really great on mute. <laughs> okay. It's really great on mute because the cinematography is great. It's funny. It's quirky. It's sexy. You know, air quotes in the air. Um, but when it's off mute, it is really, um, a scene of stereotypes of weak women desperate for the affection and the intention of men, some, so some gender and race stereotyping. And once again, here's my sister friend, the Hills. Does she ever get to be attractive in this? Does she ever get to have any of like the pretty hot, sexy faces? Does she ever make sexy face? Does she ever smile? No, she's the one that gets all the goofy, like, ugh. Eh, 
all the like horrible contorted faces they come from hills okay and then while they're sitting there talking about well will he call i just don't think he'll call alex tina he'll call Ah, i'm so worried he won't call and then here comes hills right because white women you have to understand white women are the picture of chastity and purity and restraint and black women have always been depicted as unrestrained hypersexualized forward and um, aggressive. So here comes Hills being like, just call him, girl. You need to just call him because like, I don't wait around for no man. I'm glad I'm not no honky. It is so deeply offensive to me. I can't even tell you. The other part of this too is like, remember, I watched this as a little girl, right? I watched this as a little girl and all I wanted was to be one of these girls except for the girl that looked the most like me, which incidentally most would say is Jennifer Beals. But I would recognize that the world doesn't see me as Jennifer Beals. They would see me more like Hills. And I'm definitely not as dark as Hills, but I'm not as light as as Jennifer Beals. And every time I have worn a half cut sweatshirt, someone will make a flash dance joke and I take that deep to my heart. But (laughs) as a little girl watching this, what did I get from this? The black girl is not the pretty one. The black girl is not the sexy one. The black girl is the aggressive one that doesn't know how to wait for a man, which is what was shoved down our throats as a kid, really, is that like, you know, like you're you're worthy when a man wants you. You know what I mean? There's a lot is deeply layered for me. That's why I'm saying like, it's great on mute. It's great on mute, but otherwise it's a bunch of gender and racial stereotyping in those unfortunately high cut leotards. You know, I I accept that uh, analysis of it and I can totally see that version, but I didn't find her as the ugly one. I found my perception was there's these whiny women that don't know how to, you know, manage themselves or who, who can't, who are just like oh, so impatient, just like, will he call? Will he won't call? Which is really obnoxious and annoying. And I found Hills being like the moment of reason saying, dude, just call the dude and be done with it. Now I, I totally accept what your, your version of events but for me, mm-hmm. watching it today, I what I thought was, look at these annoying women who are wearing way too much makeup and look like hell. Twerk out. Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> oh, yeah, the earrings. Yeah. The, the earrings. Yeah. yeah. Know, Otherwise, yeah, there's so the much hair. about it that's hilarious. That's and why on mute, it's amazing. In They've my got opinion, a full face of makeup and earrings. <laughs> in my opinion, what? Hills is the only one spouting wisdom about, like, you know, I don't find it aggressive. I found it very you know, confident. So until she says, I'm glad I'm not no honky. Uh, that I just thought was because only, because ridiculous. only, because only white women, because only white women would be that sheepish and demure. Mm. That's, you know what I mean? That's, that's where that's coming from that's truly. And like also yeah, too, what's so upsetting to me about this. And like, Again, watching this as a young girl and being like, could I be any of those girls? They all basically have the exact same shape body. And like, I'm looking at this and I'm remembering that that was the body type. Because remember when we watched Footloose, you made a comment um, about, oh God, why am I blanking on her name right now? But fucking Ariel's body about the fact that she's so, so teeny tiny. And I was like, well, that was, that was the trendy body at the time, right? To like have these super narrow hips and like a 12 inch waist and no boobs and look as much almost basically like a little boy as possible. Like that, that was the hot body and they've all got that. 
they've all got that teeny tiny body. And I remember as a little girl just being like, I'll never be one of those girls because I'm so thick, right? I'm, I'm, I was already curvy at five. Like it was obvious that that was never going to be my shape. And like, as I was watching that too, I was thinking, wow, if this workout scene played today, it would be a joke because everything is thick thighs save lives and where's all the booty? There's no booty yeah. in this video. Yeah, totally. And then all I just got fucking sick to my stomach and I was like, God, when will we ever be over the trendy female body? Yeah. When will it fucking stop? When will there ever be the not trendy female body, the commodification of the female shape? Like, when will it just be that, like, you could have a scene like that and have a whole bunch of women shaped differently and just have it just be in, like, a neutral playing field of body in a room? Like, why does it have to be this thing? I think, I why think does it have to be the this world thing? is getting closer and closer to that. I think we see that a lot more today, you know, than we ever have. I mean, I was the same way, Sasha. I was a fat little girl. I was a little marshmallow with a tiny head and little arms, you know, oh God. And, and like, I was never going to be pretty like these girls. Now, mind you, I came into my own at a certain age, but I was never super thin and I was always curvy and, and like the thin 1980s and, and then the, the heroin chic of the nineties, like none of that never worked for me. And, and even by the time thick girls were in, like I w I'm not thick enough to do that. I don't have a big enough booty for that. So I never fit into mm -hmm. it. The only thing I, I did fit in was like that petite little girl thing, um, which is mm -hmm. gross. You know, which is like, yeah. I always had the feeling yeah. that if In someone truth, yeah. was attracted to me, they had a problem because I was perpetually 15 years old. But yeah. where we're at we, now we, is the, is the yeah. street dancing, the amazing street yeah, dancing. Cool. Yeah. That, that was super awesome and really fun. And it was nice to see some legit dancers get their due in the film. Although the whole portion of her, fucking with the cop in the street i totally did not get i thought that was super weird and off character and had like nothing to do with anything it was super strange i think it's just to show that she's young and freewheeling and etc cetera, etc cetera. anyway the break dancing is awesome they're like standing there for hours watching them they must because they like yeah. like time lapse happens and then all these people come and join them to watch him yeah. including this cool little black lady on her way home yes. from church yeah um richie has his stand-up mm -hmm. his terrible stand-up yes his terrible stand-up or or great stand-up right he does good the, the no it was terrible it's terrible it was terrible <laughs> i don't remember the any of the jokes right now but they were all Pollock jokes <laughs> they were all Pollock jokes and the only way he wins the audience over is by making a reference to their beloved pittsburgh pittsburgh steelers um no, he makes, pirates i don't know no, he makes i don't joke. know which which sports joke. team did he talk about i'm so terrible with sports i can't even believe it's i tried to like pittsburgh pretend steelers, like i knew which team he was talking it? about our pirates no, I should know this. Are those two different sports? <laughs> I don't Pittsburgh know. When I bartended and someone said, put the game on, I always asked them what shape of ball they were talking about because I have no idea. No, I, I don't this. understand. I, I don't care. The Pittsburgh Pirates is the baseball team. I know this. Okay. And the Steelers are the football team. Look at you. Football team. 
Look at you. Yeah, no, his 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 set was was trash. His set was trash. The only reason he, they started to warm up to him was because he mentioned a sports team. And then after that, it was nothing more than Polak jokes. And it was no, hot girl, garbage. What happens is, is that he goes up and he's terrible. And then the, he says to them, he, he because he's trying too hard. That's the problem with him. Mm-hmm. He's trying too hard. Yeah. And then he's like, yeah. get, he, then he becomes human and he says, look, uh-huh. you guys give, you need to catch me a break here. And he's like, and if, and if you don't, if you I'll put roaches in your burgers. Right. And yeah. And they're like, ah. <laughs> right. Then, then he makes a joke about the sports and then team. The sports team. <laughs> and then it's followed by nothing but Pollock jokes. <laughs> and there's, there's a couple of terrible woman jokes in there as well. I think he throws in some Oh, nasty. just trash. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, he's just trash. He's not a bad yeah. character. It's just you know that. that he's was, a good guy. He's a shitty comedian. <laughs> anyway, we've got Tina's dance comes in here. Oh, it, yeah. This whole club is so strange to me. Like <laughs> it's the strangest it's place shitty, in the world. Shitty stand-up comedy followed by interpretive, not so erotic dance. It's really, and strange. the audience. And Tina has got a crazy body, and we know that Tina, Tina Tech is her name. Tina Tech, who is Patty from Dirty Dancing, Tina has put in that work. She is ripped. That body is dancer ripped. And she, from, from... Penny, not Patty, Penny. Penny has put in that work and she is ripped as fuck though. She's amazing. But why does she start it with like a catcher's mat on her face? I don't Why? Know, because it's all interpreted. It's they're trying to be artistic, Amy. They don't want to just be seen as exotic dancers. That's why it's not so exotic dancing. There has sense. to be a theme. It doesn't make sense. Well, I'll tell you, she she's such a good dancer that you know she gets away with anything. But I just that whole that whole sequence is off the chain. Like the way she moves is crazy. Yeah, like my, it was first of all, like it's super engaging, and she is just so strong some of the things she managed to do were just like insane i'm going to talk about that like forward walk over to back walk over where she threads her legs through her arms into the splits stop (laughs) wait wait so she does her she does her act right which is fucking amazing Uh and fucking dick nasty gross mr body creepo johnny c totally harasses our girl in the club right and she handles herself she pours the beer in his lap but what really pisses me off is that nick is watching this and does nothing says nothing and on certain oh on one hand he's like letting her handle himself but on the other it's like she's a baby she's 19 or 18 years old in this movie and you're seeing this creep grab her ass like that and you would just say nothing and you and you think you have like some kind of feeling for her you're a dick and then, of course, he makes up for it by hanging out like a creep in the parking lot and being there just in time to stop Johnny C from retaliating against her for having the audacity to pour a bottle of beer into his lap for grabbing her ass at her workplace while she walks out with Richie, who is so, okay, like, good guy, shitty comedian, right? Like, as soon as Johnny C and his creepy latchy, latch, whatever, gross dude, what's his, I can't remember his name. Like, or Cecil? Cecil? Cecil, when did you go? 
where did you go on vacation to and come back come up to her in the parking lot and just start like harassing the shit out of her and grabbing her i love how like this tiny little dude is just like leave her the fuck alone like he just becomes like this mini-hulk gets clocked in the face for it but he like would have been murdered in the street for her right then and there but here's her intended right her 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 person her guy her love interest is watching this from the car doesn't say anything when he like hits dude but then steps in after the fact right which i thought was was kind of lame and then we find out that you know he has a past this isn't your neighborhood anymore dick yes I don't think he was sitting in the car waiting to step in. I think they. Oh, I do. Oh, I definitely think he was because they kind of make it. Because he's a creep. What? He's a creep and a stalker. No, 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 no. no. He's waiting. He's waiting for her yet again. He's waiting for her yet again. Right? He tries to get her in the car after he manages to like get rid of the creeps. Right? He's like, "Let me give you a ride home," and she's like, "Nah, I'm cool. I'll ride." Then he follows her That's home, stops her home, and ostensibly under a rain That's cloud true. because his wipers are going, but she's bone dry. It's only raining over his car. <laughs> I forgot he does stalk her on the way home. And I mean, I think, I yes. think you know, though this used to happen to me. This used to happen to me. I think when I would have, it did, it did. <laughs> it, just to explain, because I think the mentality now is somebody's stalking you. If you say, don't follow me home, and someone follows you home, they're stalking you. But I think there was a time where it was like, I'm doing it to protect you from other bad guys, you know? And and I uh-huh. do recall um, a couple occasions where um, men who were interested in me would follow me home under the guise of, I want to make sure you're safe, right? And it is creep. It is creepy. It is creepy that that they would do that. And it's funny because it always rubs me the wrong way. It's like I don't need you to, you know, watch me home. Like I've already said no. Like mm-hmm. no one needs to take care of me. But and but then again, at the same record, you know, I don't think. Um, a 19 year old girl riding her bike through the streets of Pittsburgh. Like, I don't know how, how bad the crime is there, but you know, that's maybe not the best idea either. You know what I mean? Like, like, Oh, she a grown ass woman. Grown ass woman, but she get around on her own. Things happen to grown ass women. That's know? true. Some creep and dude some did just try to like abscond yeah, with her, but you know, so, you know. I mean, the problem is, is that she said no, she says no, then you mm-hmm. don't follow her home respect that right. she said no that's a problem it no means reason. no anyway yeah yeah but we do love the second he rolls up at our house guess who meets him at the at, at his window grunt grunt like, how is he that dog is just like out on his like i feel like that dog like he's just out like he has his own keys <laughs> like the first time we see him when she comes home she's like how you doing grunt to get laid today like like he's just been out on oh, the town like line. what you been up to bro the next next day at work he's on it again he asks her out again she says i don't date the boss so he says fine have it your way you're fired yeah and she smiles and they're going on a date oh yeah you were right it's so sexual harassment 101 
violation. You're fired. And I know it's supposed to be call HR. HR. Alex Owen. CT. CC. Later later on. Yes. The house is yours, Alex. The house is yours. Seriously. Fuck the Pittsburgh Dance Company, but you're going to start your (laughs) own, like for real. The next thing that happens is Jeannie's ice. Yes. And he's there. Which is. Which is strange because you would think, why would that be like the best thing for your first date? Like come to my best friend's ice skating competition Ah, as our first date. It's kind of weird. One of the things that's great there is Richie straight up calls out that he's an old motherfucker. Oh, I love the, love the pop at his age. We have to think like if they're calling out in the movie, how old he is comparatively to her, then why did they do it? Like why did they... (laughs) You know, like, like right? They, they were like, "This is weird." Thing, they were like, this "Yeah, this is weird." In Hollywood, in Hollywood movies, um, from, from forever for eons, you know, it's always been here's our eighteen year old old ingenue, and we're gonna put her with fucking sixty seven year old Humphrey Bogart. You know, what I mean, like it's been happening forever, right? And this guy, yeah. like, so yeah. why, if they recognize that with this guy's line, did they do it again? Like, you know, especially do it anyway. when, when, you know, she is, in my opinion, such a strong character. So this scene forever in my life has been like, oh, so heartbreaking. The second it, it like it started, I was like, oh, this scene, the ice skating scene. Number one, it's playing Gloria which I love. Yeah. And it's just so sad. You know, Jeannie's goes for it. She, Get up, dancing, and, and she falls not once, but twice. And the last time she, the last time up, she falls, she falls, she can't get <laughs> up. Oh my God. And then this time, which I didn't remember is her father, which of course, earlier in the film was just like, what a stupid dream. Uh-huh. It was a total it was a dick. Total dick. Comes over yeah. to her yeah. and says like, maybe the sweetest thing that's ever. I've never loved you more. Uh, he yeah. says, I love you more than I've loved anything in my whole life. And then all of us start crying our eyes out. It's so beautiful. It made me want to call my dad. <laughs> so before we go into the next scene, which of course is the seduction scene, we need to talk about Alex's mm-hmm. clothes throughout this whole film because her clothes are the bomb, dude. I love her style. Almost every outfit she wears, except for in the very first dance scene, that little number after she takes the suit off. I don't that like weird that. dress thing. That, was that thing is horrible. Almost every yeah, other scene. Bad. I was like, someone attacked yeah, her with a bedazzler. But after that, like, yeah. she could walk around with those clothes on today and just be the most stylish. She, like, she's she's Chloe Savigny. Oh, yeah. That's what she is. Like, all of her clothes, like, perfectly fit on her. Um, and she's yeah. glorious and everything. So, this one, of course, she's wearing a, a leather pencil skirt. And I have to admit, like, we know, I know that it's a problematic relationship, but I do find her super sexy and just like the most nonchalant, that kind of nonchalant sexiness Uh when she 
she goes into the other room and comes back and pulls up her skirt so she can sit well, down. Well, I mean, well, yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, that's that's kind of what I'm talking about. Like, where they they ride that line where she's like, she's supposed to be like, it's it's half to it's half and half where she's supposed to be like this innocent in that innocent sexualized way an 18 year old girl is where like she's just moving through space but she hasn't yet caught up to what her body looks like in that space and how it's being perceived but then at the same time they're kind of trying to like she's naive to what she's doing when she's taking her bra off under her shirt and somehow naive somehow to what slightly halfway naive to what she's doing when she hikes up that pencil skirt in front of him to sit down but at the same time, it's not naive. Like you can see that she's clearly trying to make the first move on him. So it's this weird line that they're writing between this like innocent little girl and this, you know, bewitching enchantress. enchantress. And I know you're saying she warms to him, but I still feel zero chemistry between well, see, the two of them. The thing. I still feel zero I chemistry. Feel like... So it's really icky to me and weird. Anybody, she could do that to a, you know, God, I can't even think of anything that's not in sexual. I was like, she could do it to a banana. Wait, that's sexual. She could do it to a pickle. Wait, that's sexual. (laughs) What's not sexual in the world? God, yeah, she could do a dirty slipper, and and it would be aroused. Like she's so beautiful, and she's so like the move (laughs) is so slick. Like like you know. Let's just take a second and have fun with sex for a moment. Like that movie mm-hmm. is sly, in my opinion. Like I wish I had the balls to do it. You've never taken your bra off from underneath That's a shirt in front of a dude. I've never done what she does in this scene because, the th- like, for a second, I, no, I'm clumsy. I'm a clumsy weirdo. I'm a clumsy weirdo that walks in. <laughs> I usually like say a bad joke. It doesn't land really properly, but, you know, um, goofy laughs and, and arms everywhere. That's me. Like, I'm not the, I think, I think there's always that perception I that I was like that. sex kitten, but I think, I think, you know, my partner can attest that I'm, I'm a little more like, like <laughs> goofy is, is probably more, I'm, I'm more goofy than Daphne Duck. Um but here, this is Daphne Duck. Who's What's Daphne that? Duck? You dork. Daisy Duck. <laughs> what is Daphne Duck? Up? What the fuck is that? It's like her cousin, her cousin from Michigan. Daisy Daisy Duck's cousin. <laughs> oh shit, that's awesome. Anyway, if we take it out of a sexual, if we take Daphne it out of- Duck, shut up. I hate you. If we take it out of a sexual context for a second, Sash, like the the you know the thing that she is is she's teetering confidence uh-huh. and insecurity. Like that's the, the that's the thing when mm-hmm. it comes to the dance. Like that's the other. Like if we, again, you know, taking it out, yeah. taking sex out of the equation, the whole film is about she is this young, confident, determined woman who who throws herself into dance, throws herself into into the things that she really wants. But then at the same time, she's too insecure to achieve it. That's exactly where I was at at her age. 
so then so yeah like so then they, they do it they make they, they make out and it's creepy it's gross it's gross to me honestly like it's weird as fuck because i just don't feel any chemistry there but yeah so love blossoms they, they run the around steel, they do things she hangs out on the train tracks and in high heels which is weird and even though she's in high heels she manages to outrun him to the building i love the look i love the jeans with the white t-shirt oh no look at like the look is fly poncho the only the, the orange heels she looks yeah. like a beautiful upside down carrot uh-huh. i love it oh yeah <laughs> ah! yeah no i love i love her clothes i love her outfit i just think it's hilarious that she outruns him in heels and the only other note that i have fashion wise is ug his stupid <laughs> scarf you I just, just don't hate like him. him. I just realized I fucking hate him. Like I just, I just you do just not like, like this guy. Like I at don't all. find, I don't think uh-huh. he's so bad. I honestly don't. I don't think he's so bad. But I think, I mean, love is love is love. If somebody right now had a relationship with like a nineteen-year-old with a, you know, thirty-five-year-old man, to each his own. I just think, with retro, with with my own experience, I would probably tell the girl, you know in 20 years you're gonna you might feel different about this which is where i was because you're gonna yeah. you feel some ways about a lot of this yeah. younger and we dated yeah. men who are older than us i think in the moment you think you you know are in love or you think you're um mature enough for all these things you think it's because you're so yeah. mature and yeah it's because you're so on, mature no because he's that much of a creep anybody who's 38 yeah. who needs like a 19 year old you you just it it rubs you the wrong way but it's it's something that yeah it's, there's it's something, something off there a little bit but i mean it's not to say it yeah. can't happen and yeah. can't be great it's not something that it, it's not something that it can't happen and can't be great and two people that have such an, a wide age gap could genuinely yeah. vibe yeah. and work out and everything be great between them but yeah, more often not, than not you feel really gross it's, 20 years know, later it's a thing yeah <laughs> So then she cries about how much she loves dance, and I'm sorry, but like I'm not moved, and I never was, even as a kid. I always kind I think, of thought I was I like, it's, it's such see. a bitch. Like, but that bitch can cry. Wait, this is one skill that that Jennifer Beals does have. That bitch can cry. Great, big, huge, like comquat sized tears. They're so ginormous. Like, what the fuck? They're like bowling balls. All right. Anyway. Anyway. Um- <laughs> So next comes her her improvised uh, MTV fantasy dance that just fell together. This one I always it just comes together as well. And this is the one where her <laughs> makeup is so caked on, where it's like it's not her. It's crazy legs. Well, here's the thing: I don't think it's crazy legs because crazy legs um, was fine with putting on a wig and he was fine with putting on a dress, but he would not shave his mustache. So don't think it's him. Ultimately, yeah. all the dances are much better than anything that I could do. So the fact that I'm criticizing any of them is fucked up. But this one was not my oh, yeah. favorite. This dance is insane. She's got like yeah. three costume changes during it. And it's like the television. Like this yeah. bar, this shitty little sports bar. <laughs> like, like has, yes. Has yes. Lights. Yes. It has. It has. She. Um, yeah. Um, it has all yeah. different the sets, wind machine the stroke yeah. each song has a different you know there's a lot going on and the audience digs it she gets like a huge round of applause from all these guys drinking beers and eating chicken I wings it's so one. weird and she never takes and she doesn't take her clothes off actually she stays Absolutely, in her little blue spandex pants 
too. It's not even, it's, it's, the, it's the most not so erotic dance of the entire film. And Hills is like, yeah, girl. Yeah, get your artistic groove so see, on, I girl. Know, like she is just like living Hills, for it. Hills, right here. This is where you find out her name because she's wearing the the neck candy that says Hills, and she's like smoking a cigarette using a cigarette holder, and she. I, right again, <laughs> another penis reference because she's the Jezebel. I thought that shit was cool. Sorry, I'm on I one. I'm on one with this. Yeah. When I was younger. We we bought that shit. We were like, oh, let's smoke cigarettes using cigarette holders to make us feel. Yeah. So we oh yeah we did because oh we yeah of course we did because we were yeah. ridiculous. Yes. She's, she's <laughs> like, doing it. That's why she's she's our yeah. inspiration because she looks legit. Anyway, you, Jezebel. Holding a, a phallic symbol is what we're going to leave with with you. I'm mm-hmm. going to go. I'm, you know, I don't usually go on a trip hey, like this, but I feel it hard in this to. movie. I feel it real hard. But that, that um, black- and it goes on a long time. Like, like we got the point, like within the first couple, like we didn't have to see the whole song. But if you think about it, like how short would that movie have been if they had cut oh, out like oh, all of these dance sequences? Like it have been like a 30 minute movie. Just in, in my in my study of flash dance, Sasha, one of the things that I read about was how come come nineteen eighties, people were not interested in watching um, musicals anymore because musicals had always been a big thing. So the only musical that I can think of that happened in the eighties was Grease Two, and we know how that went, and we will be watching it. Yes, we will be. Um, but anyways, what what according to um, the, the history of film that I read about this, what happened instead in the 80s were these dance movies where people were not so into people suddenly and breaking out in song. We were suddenly open to kind of stopping uh-huh. the film for a interpretive dance sequence, thus Footloose, thus Break-In. What was the, the, the year, of the, the, exactly, the time exactly. of the music video? So, what right, these yeah. films were were a way to kind of create fantastic soundtracks and then have this have the dancing, um, and and they were in lieu of, of 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 the musical. Now, of course, nowadays we're we're happy with musicals again. Aha! So then, so then they go. Uh-huh. Here's an interesting one, and this is another reason not to like Nick, and this has always bothered me. This has always bothered me. So they go to the ballet. Okay. She's moved by the ballet. She goes with Hannah. La la yeah. la. Ooh, I wish I could dance like that. And then she sees Nick with a blonde. So fire raging flames, raging fire flames in her brain. She just goes to the motherfucker's yeah. house, yeah. throws a rock through his window, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. His ass comes out of the house half dressed mm-hmm. right so yep. here's here's the breakdown I yep here. number one i'm actually totally okay. Okay. chill with her seeing him and going to his house and breaking a window i just want to say it right now i wish you would done i wish yeah. you'd done the porsche i wish she'd fucked up the porsche why does he park <laughs> on the street he's so rich he doesn't have a driveway what the fuck you see a dude that you just bone no, out with another woman, like literally the same week after he's been asking you out nonstop, stalking you, and then you finally stalking get you. in and 
boom, yeah. there he is with a blonde at the ballet, which he knows your ass wanted to go. He knows that that's something she would have wanted to do. And he brought another mm-hmm. woman. Right. Yeah. I'd break his right. window. I'd break his face. Or right. rather, I wouldn't have done it. But I would have done it. <laughs> it's one of those things where I would have been like, uh-huh. I would have just gone home and cried my eyes out. Right. There's nothing. She's not Absolutely. a crazy, jealous person. He is a dick. He did a thing. And then when they have that, when they have that public dispute over it at their place of, of work the next day, which is absurd because number one, we, we've, we've come to accept that Alex is ostensibly the only female employee other, other than at the this steel lady. mill, right? At this factory, this welding place mm-hmm. other than the lunch lady. Right. And somehow she's not being harassed from here until the end yeah, of time by all of her she's other only, male coworkers. She's not, she, they all totally accept this super hot, exotic, not so exotic dancer that also welds. They are totally not all of them constantly coming on to her. That's not happening. They're all super supportive of her relationship with their boss. They're not totally trying to like pat on the back and high five the boss for fucking the hot girl all the fucking time. That's not happening. They just sit by and watch like a bunch <laughs> of like quilting nanas as they have this little, this, this dispute in front of everybody, which is completely ridiculous because again, they try to make her look like she's like a crazy, jealous woman. And then he's over it pretty much immediately and says something so stupid to her. He's like, well, you didn't have to break my window. And she, yes, yes, actually she did. Because where Amy and I are saying, we are like, I wish she had done the Porsche. We're saying, yeah, we don't blame her for breaking the window. We would have wanted to do it. We wouldn't have because we're grown-ass women. She had to break your window because she's 18 years old. My ass would never do anything like that. Um, (laughs) I want to. I would want to (laughs) do it. I have wanted to in the past, but I've never done it. I've always coached girlfriends on how to like fuck with their boyfriends for doing stuff like that. But I've never actually like done it myself. Like I remember a friend called me once and told me that she had found, um, and you know, this person that they had found tons and tons and tons of porn stashed all over their apartment in like really creepy skeevy kinds of ways, like clearly like a child trying to hide it from her. Right. And she was so pissed off about this. And she was like, what should I do? Should I confront him about it? I'm like, Oh no, 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 no. Go and get a black big pen, and I want you to draw beards and mustaches <laughs> on all of their faces, and then I want you to take an exacto blade and cut out all of their titties and their pussies, and then put them right back where you found them, uh, and brilliant. say nothing. And she brilliant. did. And within like a couple of days, dude went fucking bananas. He's like, "You have ruined like seven hundred dollars worth of porn." This was in the early nineties, so you can imagine how much no, porn I, that was. No, I see. This is the thing. I had two older brothers, yeah. and I remember yeah. bitches showing up to our house, going crazy, and particularly one who took the entire contents of her ha- of her car and threw it at our house because my brother broke up with her. And I just never wanted to be that girl. And it, I think that I could have used a little bit of that girl because I let a lot of dudes get away with things. Good for you, though. But yeah, no, but good for you. No, you were always way cooler with dudes <laughs> because you had brothers and I was always yeah. a freak because I did well, not. Anyway. So, um, um, yeah. I don't get this part. So he comes out of the house and he's half naked as if he's been mm-hmm. getting busy with somebody. 
Yeah. And then he's like, yeah, you oh, would think no, he's been getting it all. Yeah. I'm supposed to do go to this function with her once a year. And I got I, yeah, yeah, obligated I, to go to this function. He didn't look like he was yeah. having a bad time. And, they and didn't and have to ride in the same car. And the next time, but they're in the same car. He and then and then what were they trying to say? Like, like he was cheating on her. Here's right? another thing like, about I the mean, Am I crazy? Yeah. Like, the way it makes it sound like he yes. was doing yes. it. And he lied, yes. Right? Yes. He was. And he lied. He was. And he lied. Why am I explaining myself? Because you're a skeevy perv, you dick. Is, I don't know That's why you're explaining yourself. I was trying to say he did or did not cheat. But the evidence. Girl, the you know evidence we know. Looks like he you cheated. Know we know. But then he, supposedly he, he didn't. Yeah, he cheated. He did, right? Of course he cheated. He did. One more thing on the ballet. She puts Hannah in a cab. Did that bitch ride her bike? Because <laughs> she did she rode her bike to the ballet in that dress. So the radiator breaks, she yells at the dog, and I don't like it. Richie breaks in and says he's going to LA, which is awesome. And like she kind of has to like wrestle with the idea of like, well, if this hack has the fucking cojones to go to LA, <laughs> I should really be able to walk 20 minutes down the street and dance for five seconds. You know what I mean? So she goes through that moment with herself. Um, and then we have the lobster eating scene, um, which is amazing. I actually did read an interesting piece of trivia ab- about this. So yep, they go on, on the date and they have the cat fight. She has the cat fight with his ex-wife when she walks up, right? So she's eating the lobster all super seductively and then like massaging his nethers with her toes. Um, and apparently the direction for her on this scene was be sexy, just be super sexy. And because she's 19 years old and again, doesn't really realize how she's perceived in this, in this new womanness that she is, she legit says to Adrian Lynn, I don't know what you mean. I don't know what that means. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Michael Nuri is it Michael is his first name. Michael Nuri. That's the guy who plays Nick. He says to her, just be shocking. Do whatever you can to shock me. So he has no idea what's coming in that scene. That all of that lobster shit was improvised. If I was married to a 38-year-old man and say I was 35 years old and I saw him at dinner with a 19-year-old and I had a little bit of like reserved feelings. And he found all his success might, after he left me so that he could get like, with I a baby girl. Yeah, yeah that might be a like, little I, bitter, I'm not so embittering. Yeah. It, or I'm not so like, no, that's not the type of, yeah, I'm not so evolved that I would be like, I, I mean, evolved. I think that would, that would <laughs> basically light all the flames in my brain. You know, if I saw that, I would just be like, what? Um, <laughs> it would infuriate me. So I might go over and say some nasty things. But Alex, you know, to her credit, is just like, oh, yeah, Matt fucked his brains out. And, you know, it it is a catty scene. But, you know, let's be honest. Mm-hmm. Bitches be catty. I've had some catty fights before. And, and they can be beautiful. And I think this was a well-written catty scene. Mm. That would be my last the, the tick on it. You know, okay. the ex-wife said. Oh, I'll give that to you. Okay. Um, okay. And then um, <laughs> Alex and, and, and Nick have a heart to heart. He tells her why he left his wife and that he, he felt like he'd gone, he'd just taken the, the easy way out and then he needed to go and get his green, dream. So he got his dream. So then he wants to go and help her get hers. He sees her go once again to the conservatory to pick up the application. He realizes he can shake a few hands. He can make a few calls. 
and make sure she gets that audition and does what he can to give her that leg up. And that is when we have, for me, the most solid piece of acting in the entire film. And I feel terrible that I didn't look up her name because she's in so many things. But it's the receptionist who he walks in on and she has a mouthful of sandwich and is trying to communicate to him why Alex was there with her mouthful of sandwich. And she's trying to not speak with her mouthful. And she's also trying to say she was here and she's trying to swallow. And it is solid. That is solid acting. It's the best acting in the entire film. She was a character actress in the 80s, wasn't she? She was in a couple of different things. She's in everything. She's in everything and I love her and I'm going to look up right now everything else that she's in um, because she's that amazing. Lucy Lee Flippin. Lucy Lee Flippin has been in fucking everything. Okay, so she's in Earth Girls Are Easy. She's in Annie Hall. She was in, I'm trying to just a big one. She was in The Lady in White. Oh my God, that movie is so scary. Oh my God, that movie's so scary. I movie's so scary. So, I've so not scary. thought about that so, movie so, in so years. So scary. Um, so scary. We're going to have to watch that it. That movie fucked with me. Fucked with me. Oh, God. Right. Oh, God. Uh, she's in summer school. She was in... God, I just know that, like... Okay. Uh, um... She, she's Mrs. Jennings on Small Wonder. She's Mrs. Jennings on Small Wonder. Good call, Sasha. Yeah. Good, good call. Good call. So yeah, that is the most for me. That is literally the most, the, the most solid, the most solid acting in the so entire, Alex, in the entire thing. Um, yeah, so yeah. most so believable, Alex, most engaging. <laughs> um, gets the audition and she's super happy. Yeah. She's going to go out to dinner with Nick. And then they go through the second street tunnel in um mm-hmm. <laughs> but it, it's in philadelphia now <laughs> it's a, oh yeah oh yeah 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 it is the second but, street tunnel yeah, they're not in pittsburgh the they, they did yeah. this after the fact that is the second street tunnel, to right? Los Angeles. okay okay yeah so he he slips up and accidentally yeah he accidentally admits that like he knew how did he know he she finds and out he, he knows because she got him the audition she puts all out. the pieces together flips the fuck out She goes, this is where she acts like a fucking bitch baby because like, okay, I can understand her frustration, but home girl pride cometh before a fall and, and MRSA (laughs) do not take your shoes off in the second street tunnel and walk through the dirty city in one stocking foot. And why one shoe? She walked off like a crackhead, all hobbly and weird. That is not a dramatic and strong exit that she made. She looked like a damn or is she just passionate? Take both shoes off. And mind you, I, again, maybe I just love this film because I'm kind of like, yeah, I'd be mad too. I'd be mad, but I don't know that I, I would be, be like, I would be taking my shoes off in the second street tunnel, mad. Risking MRSA, mad. I don't think I'd be that mad. Do. Like, I get it why he does it, but I get why she's mad. He should have told her. He yeah, should have told there, her. There, there he should have been like, hey, I can make a call and make sure this happens. Yeah, yeah, I can do this. More diplomatic. Instead of making her feel like she deserved it. Now she feels like she, yeah. And I, I get why she's angry. I earned so I that somehow, yeah. Crazy. I find her, right. you know, for dramatic effect, she's being, <laughs> she's being crazy. But I get it. <laughs> like a crackhead. 
stumbling away. <laughs> All right. So now we're, we're kind of one heel act of this <laughs> film where, it, you know, if you're going to get your dream, now's the time. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, let it be crushed. Or let it be crushed and just go ahead and become a stripper like old Jeannie. Again. Jeannie just gives in. And we find her at the Zanzibar. Sad Jeannie stripper moment where she's just there. Oh, yeah. So I saw the stripper and it was just like, it was so sad. Like, she just came out onto the stage and she like dripped her way down the pole, sat on the floor and then like had her feet planted on the ground, but her knees buckled together and she had her head leaned up against the pole. And all she did was was wing her knees open and closed. That's all she did. Was just open and close her leg. In that, in this That's scene. exactly what it reminded me of. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. She just looked, and so is she high? Is she high? I can't I get think, a read on whether or not she's high in I this. Think, I think there is a degree of that. Yeah, I think there's. It's also the busiest strip club in America. There are legit like 800 men packed into this room for two strippers, um, and also like. Um, it didn't occur to me like as I was, I was like this I was, I was like this place is really crowded there's like approximately two strippers on a stage and one cocktail waitress to cater to all of these men and isn't it kind of weird and vaguely homoerotic that all these men want to be in a room getting a hard on together oh, that's just that's something crazy. weird about that right there's just I don't know I've yeah. been to strip clubs and I've really enjoyed it because there's some amazing dancers and I've been yeah, to right. strip clubs that are like so disgusting. Um, oh yeah, you know, yeah. Um, when it's when it's a dancer who is like completely just like this is what I do and I am fucking great at it. It is amazing. But when you get the girl who's sad and is there because her dream died and she's leaned up against the pole and just opening and closing her legs, or just like that is depressing and horrible. Watching men throw loose change and dollars at her, it's fucking disgusting. And so that's what we get with Jeannie. And Alex is not having it. So she storms in and just grabs her friend off of the stage. And Jeannie, who I'm, this is why I'm like, she's high. Because she's like, no, no, I have to stay here. <laughs> and she drags her out of the club. And then um, Creepo McCreepenstein, uh, Johnny C, is like following her out and is like trying to like negotiate with her. Like, come on, Alex, come on, come on. Like, 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 like they're going to talk about it. And then Alex just like turns around and she weighs nothing. She just turns around and like basically grabs him by the face or something and just like throws him <laughs> onto the stage. Just like launches him, which is pretty hilarious. And then he just takes it. She gets Jeannie outside, covers her up in her coat. It's pouring rain. Jeannie dives for some dollars in the gutter because like that's how low she's fallen from her dreams. <laughs> but Alex won't have it. And somehow Johnny C, who was ready to like fucking kidnap and rape Alex for having the audacity to spill a beer in his lap is now totally just going to let her walk off with one of his employees and the- after humiliating him and throwing him on the stage in front of all of his patrons. That was that's kind of a that was kind of an interesting disconnect. But like you know whatever, it's a movie. So they walk off in the rain. Well, not only that, it's her it's her boyfriend now. Richie leaves, and then they break up, and then homegirl starts dating Johnny C and then Johnny C yes. makes her a stripper and then and then this horrible scene yes but see you know we're just gonna have different opinions on this because I love this part too because she like saves her friend from it and then oh, I, I like that rain. she saves her friend yeah absolutely and then in the rain but she's like why do you care and she's like because you're my friend and it's just so like yeah, yeah. girl yeah like we gotta stick together yeah. again yeah. Jenny's story 
in this has always hurt my heart a lot. And then you find it's out sad. that she, you know, she dies, she right? She died um, a couple of years. Yeah. Not even a couple of years. No, later. a year later. Yeah, like one year, year later. One year later, she dies like a, of a brain hemorrhage. So oh, sad. The, the end of this movie is really quick. So she saves Jeannie and she goes and, and yeah. Hannah's died inexplicably, say inexplicably. <laughs> say it, Sasha, inexplicably. because I can't do it. Inexplicably. <laughs> Hannah inexplicably dies. Then she, she has another conversation with a dancer in there called Margot. And this is a pretty poignant scene as well, where Margot kind of, as though she's, she's looking at Alex and she kind of is like, yeah, I used to be you. And I had all these dreams and et cetera. And it's just Oh like yeah, a- she hits her hits her with the hits her with the broken dream hammer. <laughs> That's my note. Margo <laughs> hits her with the broken dream hammer. <laughs> oh my days. But but it's still pretty poignant. And then she she's yeah. because it's not only it's it's not only that she lost her dream, but she doesn't even know when she lost it. And it's like, duh, duh. Yeah. I just stopped. I just stopped buying the costume. I and stopped, then I stopped, I stopped wearing them at all. I stopped wearing them at all. Um, Cut them in a trunk if you want to see them sometime. And then she's got a final confession. And which is just, I want so much. I want. Those I are the want, only words she says. Yeah. I want so much. And then we get to the audition. Yeah. I mean, they do have that one more fight where he comes back and confronts her for being a chicken shit for not going to the audition. He calls her a baby, which that just pisses me off. It's like, well, you knew that man, didn't you? Like, yeah, you knew she was yeah. a baby. And what you did was underhanded. And you're sleeping with your ex-wife, by the way. And you're too old mm-hmm. for this woman. And she's your employee. There's lots of problems. Okay, you may have won me over that he's not the greatest guy in the world. I just didn't think he was so <laughs> bad. I, the thing is, is that they, yeah. they don't make him, he's not a villain. The true villain here is fear. <laughs> but but then she finally goes to the audition and um and yeah, this and is the, her, the worst and the worst body double ever cast. <laughs> Nails it. So she's dancing and it, and I think they they're trying to make a point. Like everyone who goes in there is like a classical dancer and they're probably just doing Swan Lake, Swan Lake, Swan Lake. Um and then she goes in there. She's not a ballerina, yeah. she's a real modern right. dancer. They're like, oh, something interesting. Yeah, and they all start like, something fresh and new. Tapping their toes. None of the people who are judging look like they've got any dance training. That's all. It's like it seems like a, a couple of accountants. Yeah, this whole scene just again just speaks to just like White Thriller in Footloose. This whole scene just speaks to the willingness of the suspension of disbelief that people were able to bring to the table in the 80s that they just aren't now because we've been just force fed the cgi and we'll make it real as real as real as real as real as possible right because there is nothing more clear than that is not jennifer beals dancing okay (laughs) she's white the body devil is white the fucking wig is all wrong and jennifer beals is such a bad dancer apparently that they couldn't even trust her to handle that thing where she goes into the face of every judge and like points her <gasps> finger at them if someone else has face no it's not if someone her. else is yes it is i'm gonna have to it's not her at it. all i'm gonna be right we watch it's not her at all i think that's they didn't even trust her with that they don't even trust her with that. She that's, might have all big toes. Maybe there's something wrong with Jennifer Beale's feet. Like that's, she can't move. That is the worst moment at all. in the dance, actually. 
It is. That and the weird flip where she lands facing the opposite end of the room and points at the door. That's a strange that was there's a strange moment there it where I was like, very, why are, who are you pointing at? Very Bob Fosse The dance itself is not choreographed that well. It's not. It's just that it's not ballet and it's different. It's yeah, and it was a very like 1980s style of dance. And um, sometimes it worked and sometimes it didn't. So she does the dance. She does the audition. We see it goes well. Yeah. She runs out of the building all super excited. And there's her stalker who has now kidnapped her dog. <laughs> and put a big red bow around him. Flowers. Um, there's, yeah, and brought flowers. And then she hands him one of the roses that he's given to her as a sh- as a sign of appreciation and and acknowledgement that he's helped her to achieve her dream. God such a credit. It sounds like you did not like this film as much as I did. I of course I enjoy it. And of course I I I, I live I lived flash dance in my it. veins as a I child. Lived, lived I lived it, you know, um but yeah, there's just so many like troublesome and problematic things for me in terms of like their relationship and and overall that I was like, God, this is, it is, it's bothering me. This film is bothering me this time. That doesn't mean that I wouldn't want to watch it. No, see, I. Over Footloose. Oh, yeah. On a transatlantic flight. There's the question. Okay, so Sasha, on a transatlantic flight, it's between Flash Dance, Flash Gordon, and a movie with Liam Neeson. See, oh, Flashdance, come I'd on. Watch this movie, I'd watch it again over and, and over again. again. Yeah. I wouldn't, I would just, well, yeah, I'd watch yeah, it over because, and over again, because again until I had memorized all of the dance sequences in my coach seat. Like, I'm just saying, it super resonated with me. I feel like, like, this was, it's so right on with how I felt at 19. And, and I'm sure, like, 19 year old girls feel today, even the kind of May December romance. Like we have to admit, yeah. like that's something that girls come up against, and and you know it's so as as much as it's gross to us now, it is something that when you're 19 years old, you do have to kind of deal with. Is that some dude who's twice your age is going to want your number? Don't do it, girls. I don't. I don't want to leave you with the impression that I didn't like the film. I just am not. I'm just. I'm doing exactly what we're we're talking about. We're like, I'm picking this fucker yeah. apart. Where did it warp me? Where Where are the things that like? I was like, oh yeah, I didn't notice that then, but now I notice that. I felt just really great nostalgia throughout the whole thing. It was just like, yeah, yeah, and and I also thought that it was just well made. And I was thinking about that basically, like every character supports the theme of the movie there's not a whole bunch of extraneous storylines going on there's not a whole bunch of weird relationships to have to navigate it's just like every single character supports the theme of the movie and relates to her in such a fashion exactly like that's exactly that's it it's clean it's clean in that way exactly and there is a scene where there's a bunch of shoes there's a pan over a bunch of shoes and they've they've cleaned them even her shoes don't look that dirty (laughs) you know So there you go, friends, the second episode of Eating After Midnight. Thank you so very much for listening, and we hope you enjoyed it. Quick shout out to my brother, Mark Rivers, who did our super cool logo, and to my partner, Peter, for watching the baby while we record. Sasha and I still don't have a website, but you can follow us on Instagram at Eating After Midnight Podcast or on the Facebook. 
DM us with any comments, questions, complaints, or requests for future reviews. We'd love to hear from you. Vote Dukakis!